0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Life's Your Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative. So, I'm not 100% sure what this episode is called right now as I'm filming this, but we're going to be talking about routines. Are they the best thing in the world or the worst thing in the world? And this episode is probably the episode I have, like, least least of a plan for that doesn't even make sense like the episode I've probably like planned the least so far in terms of like what I'm gonna say what the outcome's gonna be it's just kind of more of a chat I think just to kind of like put my two p- two pence in on like what my opinion on routines is my struggles with them if I like them I've got you guys to as always send me in some questions and I've asked for your opinion as well because like I said I want some of these podcast episodes to like not, necess- not necessarily be me like telling you guys exactly what to do, like what's going to help you, more of like a general open chat about a topic and that's what this is going to be. Obviously there's going to be some advice in there, there's going to be some like helpful tips in there but the vast majority of it is going to be like a discussion on routines and what they are and how much pressure they put on us. So before we begin, you know the drill, I'm going to tell you what I've been grateful for recently and then I'm going to read out my response to the journal prompt from last week which was if i knew i couldn't fail what would i do but before we do any of that guys i'm actually holding the first ever podcast event i'm so excited little events is something i want to do a lot of with this podcast because i feel like we've just built a really nice community and i want to do like fun wellness mindfully events um, that will like gradually get bigger as we get bigger but the first one is on the 27th so like a few wednesdays away The tickets go live at 10am if you're listening to this on Sunday. So this podcast goes live at 7am and the tickets go live at 10. So they might already be gone by the time you're listening to this because there is only 20 of them. But if not, they are completely free. Head over to... Life bitch Instagram and the link is in the link tree in our bio. If you do want to come along, it's a fun like journal and coffee morning with LSW mind cards and it's gonna be so fun. Okay, all shameless promo out of the way. Let's get started with the podcast. Fucking hell, guys! So many things have just gone wrong in this podcast. So sorry if you just heard my chair bump into the table. I'm not gonna restart this clip because I've literally restarted it about five times. My camera died. Then I realised my wardrobe was open and i'm trying to film the podcast so that i can put like fun little clips on tiktoks and make sounds and you guys can use the sounds but it's proving rather more difficult anyway what would i do if i couldn't fail so i was thinking about this for a while and like the first conclusion i came to is that i probably might have i can't decide if i would have dropped out of uni because if i'm gonna be like point blank about it When I finish uni, obviously I want to do YouTube, I want to carry on with the podcast. Like, I am so grateful and like lucky enough that this provides me with like an income that I could, especially if it has my full time attention, making a living out of it. So, I'm not necessarily using my degree as soon as I leave. So, uni is basically kind of a plan B. And if you knew you couldn't fail your plan A, would you have a plan B? So I can't decide would I have dropped out of uni I kind of I kind of think I wouldn't have if I even if I knew I couldn't fail at YouTube I think I still would have gone to uni though because I adore my friends I quite like my course I don't mind and like silly things I probably would have never met my boyfriend if I didn't have come if I like didn't come to uni and kind of pride I think I knew even if I couldn't fail YouTube pride wouldn't have let me drop out of uni in the back of my head i was like well really is that why you're still here is it pride or is it because you think "Mm, i might need it one day and then that might need it one day as i said to plan b and you don't need a plan b if you know your plan a can't fail so that's the first kind of thing i was like toying with the idea of would i have dropped out of uni i don't know Go and join like a dance class because I would love to get back into like just dancing like normal like commercial like street hip-hop urban dancing Um, and it's not like I can fail but like I would probably be pretty bad like I've not done it in ages like I'd probably be pretty awful so that's probably a reason why I've not gone because I don't want to turn up I don't I don't care about doing things by myself I turned up to pole dancing, never have done it before, but I was in a beginners class, and pole dancing is kind of a thing where it's like, well, if you've not done it before, like, how would you, how would you know how to do it? Whereas like some people are like naturally good at dancing. Um, so yeah, I don't care about think- going to things by myself. But I think it's just like turning up and then like being bad, like failing, kind of scares me. And then I was kind of like, well, I don't know what I would do if I couldn't fail because I kind of like do anything. YouTube could have failed, podcast could have failed. Every YouTube video I post, every TikTok I post, every Instagram picture I post—they could all flop, they could all fail. But in my head, I think from starting this channel, like um, my YouTube channel, like I just gained a lot of confidence and like almost like a lot of courage that like, yeah, this could fail, but it could be great, and it was great. Um, Probably not great by some people's measurements, but by mine, I couldn't have asked for anything more. So I was like, what would I do? Like, what, what, what am I not doing that's really holding me back? And then I was like, do you know what? I'd probably just fucking go for it. Like, I would just go for it. Anything in life, I would just... I've literally wrote down, like, just go for it. No plan. Just live in the moment. Not think about what I've got to do tomorrow. If I knew I couldn't fail... I would wake up and I would just go about my day and I'd be happy and I'd just like la 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 because I know I can't fail so there's no need to plan it but if I don't plan my day I won't get anything done so I think I would just like go for it and live in the moment and like I guess be a bit more spontaneous I'm quite a spontaneous person as in if you text me like do you want to get on a flight tomorrow I'd probably go but I'm not in terms of like I don't know like routine and no plan makes me feel so guilty and like just like I'm all over the place which is kind of what inspired this episode because obviously I was on holiday last week and I've been back for like nearly a week now and I I have had a few things like interrupt it like I was in London for a full day and then like other things but I've just not been able to get back into a routine um which is what kind of inspired this episode and like I said I don't really have an end goal with this episode I just kind of want to talk about it because I feel like I've got a lot of opinions on it And then what am I grateful for this week? The weather, I know, sorry, so British, so typical, but the sun is shining as I'm filming this um, and I'm really warm, I'm in a jumper, so sorry if you can hear things outside my window, but I'm literally boiling. Um, My socials, because my Instagram at the moment is like doing quite well, like for some reason my pictures keep going on the explore pit, well not keep, like had. Three pictures from my whole leg on the explore page which is really fun some of my tiktoks are doing really well like my last two youtube videos were like one out of ten on my own youtube channel so i'm just really grateful that things are kind of like doing well and picking up because for a while they were quite flat and they probably will be for the next two weeks just because my life isn't very interesting at the moment so obviously it's not bringing in a lot of new viewers you only want to watch my boring life if you actually like me um i'm not said it since the first episode uni is so nearly done uni is so so nearly done i literally have like two weeks left literally two weeks left until i want to be finished and handed in so my hand in's on the 6th of may my birthday is on the 4th so i want to be completely completely finished by the third like by the 2nd of may is a monday and we hand in that friday so by the 2nd i want to be pretty much finished just checking so I can do whatever I want on my birthday, relax, do nothing, take myself out for lunch or whatever, because I don't know if my friends might be busy, we're not sure yet. Um as in busy like working because I'll hand into the next like day. Um and then like hand in on the fifth, I think. So it's we're so guys, we're so so close. If you've been watching me from the beginning, like I'm gonna do a cute little montage when I finally like leave uni and when I hand in of like all of my hand-ins so far, like I just can't believe we're nearly here. Like, I was measuring my head the other day for our graduation caps and I was like, as if we're at the point in uni where we're measuring our heads. How did we get here? I don't even feel like we've started. Um, Anyway, that's enough of that. So, routine. Um, Where do I stand with routine? I, I can't, right. I love routine, but I also hate routine. Like, I live off and like thrive off of a routine But then also if I can't get into routine or my routine like fails one day, it like literally sends me into like a nervous breakdown. Obviously that's a bit of exaggeration, but like I get so stressed and I feel so guilty and like so disappointed that like I wasn't able to like, so today I was meant to wake up at 7am, go to the gym, go to the doctors when it opened at nine. And I forgot to set an alarm because I have like a bedtime The bedtime setting on on my phone, so an alarm goes off every day at seven. And I forgot it was the weekend; it doesn't on the weekend, so I didn't set it. And I woke up at nine, and I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Like you did it again. I've done it every day this week, and I'm like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" And it makes me feel like, I don't know, like I can't accomplish things. Like if I can't do something as simple as like get up and go to the gym, like I'm just like, what's wrong with me? But like actually, it's quite hard. So. Yeah. Morning routine is something I've never been able to master. Like I would love to have a really good, like steady morning routine. Never been able to do it. Like I put so much pressure on myself and I write down this like extensive detailed two hour morning routine. I'm like, I'm going to do this every day for the next 30 days and then it's going to be a routine. And then it's like, it's so different from what I'm already doing that it's just like not achievable. It's not realistic. And I'm literally setting myself up for failure, but I do love a routine in terms of like, okay, get up at seven, go to the gym, come back, uni work, like, nine till two, and then, I suppose it's less of a routine, more of just, like, a plan with my day, because not every day is the same at all, so it's not necessarily a routine, but just a bit of structure, structure, structure is what I like, I like structure, I do also like routine, like, I like waking up seven, gym eight, home nine, uni ten, like, uni ten till two, come home, I do like that, but, The reason I wanted to make this episode was because how many times have you heard like, routine is the key to success? Like you need routine to be successful. Those with a morning routine are 79% more likely to become billionaires. Like all of this, that wasn't a real start by the way. (laughs) All of this stuff, but if anyone ever says to me like, I'm just feeling a bit down, I feel a bit stuck, I feel like I'm in a bit of a rut, I don't know what I'm doing my first piece of advice always is like switch up your routine change your routine do something spontaneous walk a different way home from work um I don't know listen to something different on the way to work something so subtle just like change your routine you normally wake up at seven wake up at six and go for a walk before work like is always my first piece of advice my brother said it to me once when I was in like year nine and I was like how am I supposed to change my routine? I wake up at seven. I'm in school for half eight. I come home at half three. It's not like I'm at the age where I can like jet off to like another country or another city for the night. Um, but he was like, you know, when you come home from school, don't sit down and go in front. Go on a walk or like go and see a friend. Call a friend. FaceTime a friend. Just like break the routine. Break the structure. Break the cycle, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Um, so why is it that that's the first piece of advice when someone's stuck in a rut? Is break your routine, but apparently, routines are so important and so what's the word? Like, I don't know, just like bigged up as if they're like if you've got a routine, like you're sorted, (laughs) there's nothing that can go wrong in your life. So, it kind of got me thinking, like, are routines that good? So, I wrote down some pros and cons of having a routine and not having a routine. So, routine pros. We can't lie, routines are helpful. No distractions and there's no decision making. So the thing that gets me if I don't have um, a plan the night before is I will wake up at like 9am, 8am and be like, okay, now what? I have to decide in that moment what I'm going to do with my day and morning and then I don't decide. So it takes me two hours. Before we know it, it's 11 o'clock. I've not done anything. I've not even got changed. I've not been to the gym yet. I've just about eaten breakfast. So it eliminates all decision making. Which gives you a bit more direction. So like no distractions because you know what you're doing. More direction because you know what you're doing. Less decision making because you've already made the decisions. You've already got the routine. Which also as I said kind of means less procrastination. And then it easily becomes a habit. So a routine is like several habits in a specific order. But like a routine easily becomes a habit once you do it more because of the structure. So from that yeah routines sound like an absolutely glorious thing to do. So I mainly to probably talking about like morning routines here. Like when we first get up out of bed, like what are we doing? Because I think that's the like pinnacle moment, isn't it? That's what people are talking about when we talk about routines and them being so helpful. That first hour of your day. I genuinely think can like make or break your day. I'm also a big believer in it doesn't have to, but I know from personal experience if like I have a bad morning, I really, really have to, like, give it my all to try and change that day around. Like, it is possible, but, like, it really takes, like, a big oomph. Like, a big... It's harder to try and change your day around if you've had a bad morning. But if you've had a good morning, it's easy to keep the momentum. The momentum. It takes more momentum to get a good day going after a shit morning. So routine cons. They're hard to form. (laughs) Let's be honest. They take a lot of discipline. They take a lot of time. I think discipline's the thing because discipline is just hard. <laughs> discipline is like the worst thing in the world. I have hardly any of it. Um, the guilt if you break it, like the disappointment, kind of in yourself and being like, "Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, I've not done it today. That's it. Like, why? Why would I carry on?" Um, it doesn't take energy into account. It doesn't take like anomalies into account. So, say you ended up having a late night yesterday because. You've seen friends and you had a really good night and you had oops, one too many drinks that this is, this is me, you had one too many drinks like than you planned to have. And like you can't get up at 7 a.m. now and do your morning routine because your morning routine doesn't account for late nights or if you're just a bit tired that day or if you've got something extra you have to do or you have to get up earlier that day to be somewhere for 7 a.m. So you don't wanna do a full two hour morning routine before you leave. I think it just, like, a normal structured, like, generic routine doesn't take into account for anomalies, which is, I think, where the issue is, which I'll get into probably a bit later. And it can be boring, it can be sad, and it can be repetitive. It doesn't have to be, but I think that's what gets in people's head. Like, a boring morning routine every day of your life, I think would drive me crazy. I don't want to do that same thing every single day. Pros of not having one. You can do what you want. Also, probably a bit like counterproductive, probably won't be as productive, but you can do what you want. If you wanna wake up late, go and get pancakes and not go to the gym for two hours, you can do that. And there's no guilt because you don't have a routine anyway. You feel more free, possibly. I kind of feel more free if I've like planned to have a slow morning, because I can do what I want with it. But if I accidentally have like a slow morning, no routine, doesn't necessarily make me feel free, so you can feel more free, you can change it up, you can do what you want, if you've got not, if you've not not got a routine, a structure, you can change it up, you can do what you want when you feel like it and you might be more relaxed because you don't have this pressure like of a routine on your shoulders, the cons is kind of the routine pros, no structure, you might procrastinate and you might forget something you have to do, like I forget to take my vitamins every day because I've not made a habit, I've not made a routine of it, oh my god I'm gonna sneeze, I'm gonna have to stop the recording, That was a big sneeze. (laughs) I wonder what that would have sounded like if I kept recording. Um, So kind of, let's talk about, oh, what should I talk about now? So I think, no, we'll talk about health benefits first. (laughs) It's not necessarily the routine that gives you these health benefits and that improves your lives. It's the habits within the routine, the sleep cycle, having breakfast, taking your vitamins. It's these habits within the routine that have the health benefits. But the thing is, We all know, like, sorry, that was such a big pause. We all know, we've heard it a hundred times before, routine can be great. Routine can be a lifesaver. But I think you have to allow for spontaneity. You have to allow for change. You have to not take it as your Bible. Like people with OCD, I was trying to, I was looking everywhere, right? For like a research paper, an article. I say I was looking everywhere. I did maybe three Google searches with like an article about how routine can be counterproductive. And I literally couldn't find anything. I was like, are you joking me? We all know routine can be almost toxic. Like routine culture is gonna change your life. You're gonna become a billionaire. I think it's toxic because I know how it makes me feel when I don't do it. I feel like I am I'm can't do anything right. I'm not got a routine. Like what am I doing with my life? Like I just feel so out of it. And I feel like I'm just kind of like, Useless. So I think it's toxic, and I could not find an article that agreed with me, and I was shocked. So then I was like, okay, well maybe I'm looking at routine in the wrong way. Who said routine was 7 a.m. wake up, 7:05 breakfast, like 7:10 high intensity two hour long workout, come home, shower, get ready, leave. Like a routine can be, and I think it should be. Again, I'm talking about morning routines probably here. An hour in the morning that's your routine and your morning routine, that's your hour and that allows you to do what you want to do and you don't take it as your Bible. If you had too many drinks last night, it's okay, you don't have to wake up and do your morning routine. If you wanna sleep in longer, that's okay, you can do it. If all of a sudden your friend stayed around, your boyfriend stayed around and now you can't get up and do your morning routine, don't feel guilty about it and I think that's the thing. There's a line between discipline and just feeling guilty. Like discipline is a great thing, but I think you almost need to allow yourself to not have discipline every day and not be like, oh, I'm not even disciplined. I can't even wake up and do my routine. Like, no, it's okay. You did your routine like four days this week. Even that's that's the majority. That's almost consistency. Like that is more times in doing it than not. And I think within a routine, especially for me, I have, I've had to learn to plan for spontaneity, like within my day. I will make an hour by an hour plan about what I'm gonna do with my day, but my job means that my manager might text me and be like, um, I need this from you now, and that might take me 15 minutes, that might take me half an hour, that might take me an hour, he might text me about a brand deal I've completely forgot about, and then I have to change the whole plan of my day, and that can drive me crazy, like, I don't like that. I'm like, oh, but now I can't do this later that I planned, and it's like, oh, you can do it tomorrow, babe, relax. Like, I think you need to not take routine plan as like your Bible, and if you don't do it, your world will come crashing down, because let me tell you, it won't. And any kind of plan, routine, any step to make yourself a better person, a better you, someone who's more in control of their life is one step further than you were before. And you don't need, I think, (laughs) I'm looking, again, I'm looking at myself in the mirror when I say this. You don't need to take 10 steps at a time. You do not need to plan a full extensive morning routine with meditation, journaling, yoga, only fruit breakfast, four gallons of water, vitamins. To have a good morning routine, wake up and remember to take your vitamins for a week straight. And that is improvement. And that is something to be proud of. Because... Otherwise you're just setting yourself up for failure and disappointment. And this is what I mean when I say, I just wanted this to be a chat because I feel like I've gone off topic. And this is kind of almost like a journal entry for me because I don't know, I really do struggle with the, the idea of a routine I think sometimes. Like there is nothing I want more in this world than like a lovely morning routine that I can do every day. But I've never mastered it. And I think it's because I've always gone in like head first a full morning routine. And I've got some tips for this in a minute. But yeah. I think your routine. The key to a, a routine. Is to make it fun. Is to allow for spontaneity. To add something in your routine. To change. And um, for things to change. And also. Um, change your routine often enough. To leave space for growth. And to not become comfortable. So. I'm gonna give some tips in a minute. Say you say, okay, I'm gonna add one thing in a week. Once you've been doing that one thing a week for four weeks, okay, add in your second now. Okay, keep challenging, keep challenging yourself, and keep growing, and don't become comfortable because I think that's also when it becomes boring when you've been doing the same thing for too long. Like, how boring did school get when you were in like year nine or like any year to be honest? And like, wake up seven o'clock leave the house at eight o'clock, walk to school, half eight, six different lessons, come home, do your homework, eat dinner, go to bed. Oh my God, it was jarring, fam. It was horrible. Like you need to allow your routine to change to not get bored of it. And I think I've nailed it. And I think that's the key. I think that's how routine can be the best thing in the world. If you just don't take it as your Bible, have a nice little routine that works for you allow it to change, allow it to alter without just feeling so bad. How do I not feel bad, you ask? I will let you know when i figured it out. But I think um, you just have to, like I said, have it in your head as this isn't the Bible. And it's almost like, if everything I think comes back to almost like an affirmation and just telling yourself like, it's okay. I am still doing more than I was before, than last week. One thing Say you don't have time for your morning routine, right? But uh, your favorite thing on your morning routine or you think your most important thing in your morning routine is to journal. If you don't have time for your full morning routine and you still have time to journal, that's, that's great. Like, I don't know. I feel like routines I can you can really put yourself down about. And I feel like I'm going like, just repeating myself so much here. So how do we make a routine? How do we make a nice, sustainable routine That doesn't make us lose our imagination, our creativity, our inspiration, our motivation? How do we create something inspiring and helpful and like almost enlightening? How do we do that? What do you actually need in your routine? Do not go and watch, although I love them and they're good for inspiration, do not go and watch a morning routine of someone who works from home, has all the time in the world, has like two dogs to walk has a husband cooking her breakfast and then apply and try and apply that to you to you a uni student who's got to be in uni by 9am you've got no fucking food in your fridge because it's a sunday and, well you don't go to uni at 9am on a sunday you know which i mean like someone's life who's completely different to yours don't see their morning routine and think wow that looks really good i'm gonna do that and then because you're gonna be upset when you can't do it because their life's completely different to yours so what do you actually need in your routine step one what is helpful. For you do you feel like you need to get up and get fresh air because you work from home and if you don't you won't do you feel like are oh, you working in an office so you'd love half an hour to like have a bath or do some reading do some coloring do whatever it is that like you want to do something you don't get time for maybe you want to wake up half an hour early and like do your side hustle what is it in your routine that's gonna actually help and benefit you not what you think will what will actually What areas of your life do you feel like need a little more work? Like me, I know I need in my routine to wake up and down water because I am pretty sure I am severely dehydrated. I keep feeling like I'm going to faint in the gym. I can stand up and feel so dizzy. My heart rate goes crazy. I'm 99% sure I'm very dehydrated. That needs to be in my routine. That might not need to be in your routine. You might drink enough water throughout the day. So then people who wake up and down a gallon of water, you don't need to do that. You're on top of it. You don't need to journal in the morning you journal in the evening you don't need to meditate you meditate on your way to work on the bus like what do you need number two set small goals i am screaming at myself in the mirror when i say this set small goals small one step at a time maybe add something to your routine rather than trying to take something away do you spend like an hour i don't know on your phone every morning um and you wish you didn't, like, do you know what I mean? You know how people say, like, they have an hour without screen time in the morning. Is that not you? Don't be like, oh, okay, I'm going to come off my phone completely, because that's hard. But maybe once you've been on your phone for 15 minutes, add in 15 minutes of reading afterwards to balance them out, or before, and then go on your phone. Like, just small steps. Do you want to go to the gym every morning at 7 a.m.? Start by just going to the gym when you wake up, or just going to the gym five times a week seven days a week whatever it is you want to do and then work out the time don't just be like i'm gonna go to gym 7am for two hours every morning and then try and do that because you might do it for two days and then and then you won't want to do it again because habits are hard to form so try and do them gradually you wake up at 9am every day and go to the gym and then 8am and then 7am and then you might even go half six like small steps and small goals Take one element of your morning routine or routine in your day that you want to work on and work on that gradually first. Number three, plan it. So now you know kind of like what you want in your routine and you're working on like a small step of it. So try and plan it, try and plan, even though we're saying work on small steps of it, try and plan what your routine would look like in like an ideal world. What would it look like? Because one that helps you visualize it, helps you see it, helps you see how it would work or helps you go, oh fuck me i don't have enough time to do all of that an hour before work that was way too unrealistic and you can tailor it or you can be like oh i've probably actually got like an extra 20 minutes here maybe i can just like sit and watch a youtube video before work because that would make me really happy and that's fine just plan it maybe plan it should have been step two but yeah number four the hard part discipline consistency you can't build a routine without consistency, which is why it's important to start small because discipline is really hard to, it's, a, it's hard anyway, discipline is hard. Self-discipline is like the hardest thing ever because no one cares if you wake up and read for 10 minutes before work. It literally doesn't impact anyone else. It might in the way that like, you'll be a better person that day. I do, I'm a big believer in if you've got like, better habits in your life, other people around you benefit just because you'll be like a happy, brighter, more positive, more true version of yourself but as in like no one no one cares if you're going to wake up 10 minutes early to read 10 pages like it like it literally doesn't affect anyone else so you're the only person who can like keep you accountable you might have really great friends around you housemates roommates mums dads parents boyfriends whoever who can help you did you do this today but ultimately it's, it's you you've got to count on yourself it's you self discipline which is the hard part so it can be easier if you're setting yourself easier goals and then once you've got that little little bit of discipline, you know, a little bit of momentum coming. All right, I've just dis- I've been disciplined. I've gone to the gym five days a week this week. What does that make sense? Five days a week this week. Yeah. So like, even though it was at like ten a.m., not seven. Now I've the ball's rolling. You know. Now let's try half nine. Let's try nine, eight. Like, the discipline is easier if you make it easier for yourself. If you give yourself something easy to be disciplined about. I honestly feel like in these podcasts, I just ramble and chat shit. It's time for a sip of water. Can you hear me? Swallow then. that will be interesting to find out. Number five, prep. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. I agree with this. Plan, 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 plan. What is it that you want to do? Plan it into your routine because if you don't plan, you'll probably forget, but do not take it as the Bible. Step six is make it fun planning the fun thing okay so i feel like this is the bit where your mindset really really comes into it you need to plan but like not lose your mind over it don't take it as the bible it's okay if it doesn't happen but that little bit of discipline that you've now got the ball rolling with should make it a bit easier number six make it fun number seven track track your progress get a little journal, have little tick boxes in your journal, or even just like on your calendar, be like on your phone, yeah, I did it this day, and like maybe the time you did it or whatever it is you're looking to do, track it so you can see because then you can be like, oh, look, I actually did that five days a week this week because if it comes to the end of the week and you're feeling really shit, like, oh, I haven't done my routine, I haven't done the thing I said I would do, sometimes it really feels like you haven't because your brain gets inside of you and your mind is a lot louder than your actual, like, you And you can look back and be like, shut up. Yes, I have. I've done it even four days a week this week. That's great. Even if you've done it three days a week this week, like number eight is to reward. So reward yourself from seeing the progress you've made by tracking it. Like give yourself a pat on the back. Say congrats. You don't even have to go and spend money or take yourself out for lunch. So we form habits by the habit loop, which is a cue, a habit and a reward. So that reward part at the end is actually quite crucial. So say you say, I'm going to do this routine, five days a week this week, like during the week, not the weekend. And then you do it, reward yourself, like have a reward before you start the week that it's like, if you do this, you can have this. Even if it's like not doing it on Saturday, Sunday might be your reward. Lying in on the Saturday, Sunday might be your reward. But then if you don't do it during the week, well, now you've got to do it on Saturday, Sunday because you said you do it five days a week. Or whether it's like buying yourself a new journal to do it in. Or anything like just think of a reward that you would like because the habit loop is, as I said, cue, habit, reward. So, the way to form a habit, let's say you want to journal, you make your cue something you already do in your routine. So, your cue might be as the kettle's boiling for your morning coffee, or as your breakfast is cooking, or just after you've eaten your breakfast. And the habit is obviously to journal, and then the reward might be to buy yourself a new journal for next week because you don't like the one you're using at the moment, but you have to get the habit going to prove to yourself that you kinda of need a new journal, if you know what I mean. Or it might be completely unrelated, your um Reward might be that you can get a starbucks coffee on the way to uni next week So an everyday kind of like habit loop example because you might be like well I don't reward myself for like my bad habits, but the bad habit is like almost your reward so, like I I'm like trying not to drink as much coffee like I'm not trying to cut it out Like if I go out I will buy coffee, but I'm trying not to make it But like my cue will be like seeing my housemate make a nice coffee. So then I'm like, okay fine I'll do it, which is the habit And then the reward is me actually having the coffee. Like sometimes the reward isn't you buying something or doing something or like something great happening. It is that like bad habit or the good habit. But when you're trying to form a new one, sometimes you need to give yourself that like almost material reward to motivate yourself to do it. Okay, question and opinion time from you guys. So I thought this one was not funny, but like, I don't know, it just made me go, girl. (laughs) So it says, how to know if you're too deep into routine and not giving yourself a break? You asking that question (laughs) is you probably proving you are. You know when someone's like, how do you know when you should break up with your boyfriend? I'm like, you even thinking about when you should proves that like probably anytime soon would be good because if you weren't thinking about it, if you didn't think that you weren't giving yourself a break, it wouldn't even cross your mind. You'd be like, La, da, 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 da. I love my routine. I'm so content. But even being like, wait, am I? Am I a bit too deep into this? Like, am I a bit burnt out? You probably are. Otherwise, it probably wouldn't even cross your mind. So take a break. As I said, just maybe even take a few things out of your routine or just change it up or add something fun in there. Um, Try and change it up because, yeah, you even kind of asking that is probably proving that you are... What does this say? Love, love makes me, but when I, what? Love makes me, but when I break routine for more than a couple of days equals anxiety. I think she's saying, I love a routine, but yeah, if I break it for more than a couple of days, anxiety, me too, girl. Like I'm okay with a day off, but then I find it getting like hard to get back into. And someone said, getting to work routine, love my job, but it's so hard to get the oomph to go. I feel this with the gym because I know I love the gym. When I'm like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. I'm like, you do, you just don't want to get there. Like, getting there is really hard, which is weird because I do really like the gym. So I completely understand what you mean. And I think that's the bit where this, like, little bit of discipline comes in. Like, you just have to, unfortunately. Remind yourself of the good things. I always am like, come on, you know you're going to have a good time when you get there. Give yourself that reward. So sometimes if I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. I mean, I'm trying to steer away from, like, caffeine because it sends me literally into... A shaky nightmare but i'll be like okay if you go you can get a monster from asda or if you go you can get a nice dinner from Asta afterwards because there's an asda there so my reward is always normally like you can go in there and get something like a, your favorite protein bar afterwards or something so maybe it's like okay if we get to work early or something or whatever like i can get a coffee on the way there i think that routine will help because you've got your cue you've got your habit but you don't want to do the habit because you almost can't see that reward so maybe that's a good way to do it or just to keep it simple How do you keep to your routine when you're busy or don't know how your day will go? I find this really hard with how my day will go so then I kind of leave it. So like this morning I had a, I woke up late, as you know, I woke up at nine, I said this instead of seven. (laughs) And then I had my breakfast, I chilled, I announced my podcast event at around 10 and then it was like 10.45 and I was like, okay, now what? So I kind of like planned my day a little bit up until about one when I know we're going to a cafe to do work. And then I don't know how long I'm going to stay there. I don't know what I'm going to do in the evening. I don't know if I'm going to want to work in the evening or if I'm going to be a bit like not burnt out because obviously that's not burnt out, but a bit kind of like done with work for the day. So I'm just leaving it. I feel like if you don't know how your day will go and you do like routine and you do thrive off of routine, try and plan what you do know. Try and plan your morning or what you're going to do when you get back from wherever it is you've got to go, or even just like the hour before you go to bed, like try and plan something if you like planning if not be okay with not knowing how your day's gonna go because that's fun because then also planning the end of your day you could be like i've got to get back i plan the end of my day when you're actually having like a really fun time out with your friends or something like as i've been saying i think you need to not not have it as your bible and how to keep to it when you're busy i think is when you need to change it a bit so you've got less time now so take some things out of your routine or add something in that's going to be beneficial like It's okay to change it up, depending on where your life is at the moment. How to get into a good sleep routine and fall asleep early. You have to, and I mean, have to come off your phone. Don't, don't get me wrong. I literally watched TikTok for hours yesterday before I went to bed, because I didn't really have anything else to do. I didn't plan to do anything else. So I just laid there for hours. And I am not joking you when I say it. I went through a period where I really could not sleep, um, get to sleep. And then in the whole of January, my goal was to read 10 pages before I went to bed, right? And then I kind of stopped because I got a bit busy, kind of forgot, like kind of just dropped out of routine a bit. And then I started doing it again. And it took like, it takes me even still like a lot to kind of get my book out and do it, even though I enjoy my book, like it's just harder to do than sit on TikTok. Like it requires more mental energy. But I fall asleep instantly. Like giving your brain just something else other than that blue light fucking screen before you go to sleep will literally send you to sleep. I'm not joking. Guided meditations, like for sleep, also send me to sleep. I'm not a huge lover of like sleep casts, like podcasts. I don't know why. I used to be. But now they don't really work. Guided meditations tend to like make me quite sleepy though. How to feel guilty when you don't have a good routine for one day, how to stop feeling guilty, sorry, um, I'm not going to talk about this for too much, I'm kind of reading the questions as they come along, but I've kind of said it in here, and I think it is mindset, and trying to change that, like there's no like formula as such, it's just changing your mindset around routine, and just being okay with it not always going well, and kind of being like, sometimes that might lead on to something better, sometimes you don't need a really structured routine, because having that like, um, flexibility with it might allow something better to crop up. Like, say someone's like, oh, do you want to do this tomorrow morning? It's at, like, 7am, but you're like, oh, nope, because i my morning routine finishes at 8am, like, being flexible, like, will allow you to do more fun things, so just, like, be okay with that. I think it can be the best thing and the worst thing at the same time. It can be so good for getting yourself in the right mindset, but become so bad, It becomes so easy to fall into a bad, in quotation marks one, so into a bad routine. I agree. Also, I didn't really talk about that. Yeah, how you can obviously have, like, a bad routine. Like, I would say my morning routine at the moment isn't... It's not necessarily bad. I don't like labelling things good and bad, but it's definitely not um, that girl. It's definitely not the peak of wellness. So, yeah, that's true. Okay, I'm going to kind of leave that there, I think. Um, A lot of the questions are just about, like, how to keep it fun and creative and not boring and how not to like, yeah, just a really mundane, boring routine and how to still have excitement. So I hope I've kind of given some insight. As I said, I did want this one to be more like chatty and almost like a personal therapy session. So sorry about that, but hopefully you've still enjoyed it. The mindful moment and journal prompt for this week, it's probably more helpful if you do the journal prompt first, which is the step one of the routine, figure out what matters in your routine. Figure out what is beneficial for you. So journal about like what it is you would love to add to your routine, what it is you would love to take away, what would actually be beneficial for you. Do not write down journal, meditate, drink water, do yoga, stretch. That might literally be so unbeneficial for you. Like don't think typical things. What would actually be really nice for you? Would you love to wake up and have a bath before work because you never get time to have a bath? Cool, that's fine. Would you like to wake up and have time to cook yourself a full English, as you should, pop off, like (laughs) whatever it is you want to do. And then the mindful moment is to take a step out of your routine and make a small goal with it. Plan how you're going to do it and really, really, really try to only do this with one thing, one step in your routine. I know once you've got it there and you see it and it looks lovely, you might want to go ahead first. And already I'm thinking about two things I'd love to do to my routine. But one thing, please take a small step I promise you by the end of the week you'll be like oh yeah and then at the end of the week you can add in the second one like you don't need to go heads first because you will set yourself up for failure and then you will be upset you might not you might succeed and it might be great but you might not so yeah that is my mindful moment and my journal prompt all based around routine I really really hope you guys have enjoyed this episode I'm pretty sure next week's episode is our very first episode with a guest if not it'll be the week after that so sorry if it's not but yeah Our next episode, I think, is going to be about kind of like self-love and body confidence with a very, very fun, very, very special guest, which I'm so excited about. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Go and check out the um, event tickets. They might all be gone, but they might not. So yeah, go and have a look. And I will see you next week. I really hope you've enjoyed this. Bye.